episode 169 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I am your host, Victor, and it's been a while. It's been roughly eight weeks since the last episode, and uh, yeah, the last episode was me pretty much venting, me getting upset that, you know, after 10 years of podcasting, you want to interact with people, and there isn't much interaction there. So, uh, first off, I want to say that whoever is listening to this, thank you in advance. Um, if you checked out in the middle of the upper, other episode, it's understandable. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get back to playing some music this episode. And the idea here is to celebrate some of the music that's come out this year. You know, I hate when people say, um, you know, things like there's no good new music out there and and shit like that it's disappointing to me because i think if you look you hunt for it you'll find it you know if you want to get stuck in 1989 that's cool that's your prerogative but don't say everything after 89 sucked no you suck because you didn't bother you know listening to or looking for anything that might be remotely good or might actually interest you so um I do want to specify also that my reason for not doing the show is because I'm, um, you know, jammed with uh, other stuff that's going on, you know, things that I'm trying to study for to uh, start some freelance jobs that I've been or, you know, position doing some uh, web design and uh, marketing stuff. So, you know, I got to get a, a bunch of shit in order and out of the way before I can begin offering, you know, to do that type of stuff. Uh, like most of us dealing with family issues, dealing with, um, uh, with, with essentially, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last episode or not, but dealing with tendonitis in my right hand, which I'm a righty and has not been fun. Not being able to use my arm, uh, been you know, kind of getting back to normal, but at the same time, having like needles continuously shoved into my arm to break up where the uh, tendon is all fucked up and help, you know, shit regenerate and grow back. Uh, Not fun at all. You take for granted such things as, uh, you know, opening doors and putting on clothes and whatnot. And when you lose the ability to do so, or you're in a considerable amount of pain, you know, uh, you, you kind of realize uh, shit, again, that you've taken for granted. But anyway, hopefully this will be done and over with soon. But uh, I've all, and besides that, I have been podcasting. If you check out my Galaxy of Geeks podcast, galaxyofgeeks.net, um, we've been doing all of these different episodes focusing on the last season of Game of Thrones. We've been doing recaps of each episode. And also, we did an episode on Avengers Endgame as well. Outside of that, I am doing a weekly podcast with Mark Striegel from Talking Metal. And for $2 a month, you get to hear me and Mark talk about different music-related things on a weekly basis. The episodes are usually somewhere between 10, uh, yeah, 10 minutes to... I don't know, some of the longer ones are like 40, 45 minutes. It's just us talking about different music topics usually. So um, 
so yeah, so I have been podcasting, just haven't been doing this podcast. And um, again, I've got a million things in my mind that I want to do, and I, I want to revamp the Mars Attacks website, among other things, and just a lot of other shit going on. Also, I did help develop the the website for uh, National Rock and Pod Expo, working on that, helping them with their social media stuff. So um, there's a ton of stuff that that has been going on. I haven't just been sitting here, you know, twiddling my thumbs this whole time. That's that's not me. I you know what whether i'm su- whether i'm supposed to be doing something or not you know or whether i have downtime or whatever i'm usually fiddling with one thing or another trying to figure new things out or trying to learn different things and um and make sure that whatever time i have is spent you know on on something worthwhile at least i try to you know so uh anyway enough enough about me let's let's get into some cool music man uh plenty of stuff to check out uh here's void vader void vader eric kluber who's been on the show more than anyone else uh his band void vader just released a new i guess it's a six song release so i mean is it an ep is it a full length i mean i don't know depends on how you look at all this stuff but um the name of the the song I'm going to play is actually the name of the release as well, which is Stranded. The song's pretty cool, I think. So let's check out a little bit of Void Vader with Stranded. Tell me. 
Little Void Vader with Stranded. If you want to pick up this release, uh, go to go to their Bandcamp. You can pick it up for five fifty, and it's Void Vader, Void Vator. So the word Void and Vator, V A T as in Thomas, O R as in Robert. Bandcamp.com. And you can check out all of their releases, Stranded, Put Away Wet, which is um, which was released uh, the last time that we spoke to Eric. And then you can also pick up Dehumanized from there as well. And like I said, man, I, I love checking out bands that I've never heard of before. I heard of Void Vader, but obviously, you know, they're not like in the thick of things like a lot of other bands may be in the sense that... Um, uh, you know, they don't get the press of some, like, huge band that you already know of. So, you know, I, I I always love shedding light on bands that are lesser known because I think that it's, you know, just as important. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love shedding light on bands that have been around forever that put out good new music and we'll get to tracks off of bands like that as well later on in the episode. But, um yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff that I've listened to lately. There's a band, which uh, it's a Scandinavian band. Uh, I don't know exactly where they're from up in Scandinavia, but this song really, you know, really caught me um, because, well, what happens is this: outside of all the other stuff that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, I write for TalkingRock.net, which is Mark Striegel's site, and I do the new releases, and I always try to check out the new releases, even if it's for a few seconds, to see if it's something that I'm going to like, like to the extent that I'm going to check an actual album out, or if nothing else, skip through an album and see what songs that I like, and throw it in, you know, a, a playlist to maybe discover a little bit more later. But the name of this band is Pale Horse. And I really dug this because it really has like a mix of, say, Queens of the Stone Age, Mastodon, uh, Baroness type of a deal. So it's, you know, some like odd time signatures, um, maybe progressive feel in places. But uh, I don't know. It was really cool. I listened to it. I was like, wow, I really didn't expect it. So uh, this is the track. The band is called Pale Horse, the album is called Pale Horse, and the track is called Pale Horse. So let's see what you guys think.
Queens of the Stone Age, there's going to be people sitting there. That sounds like Caius in the beginning. Josh Homie's in both. Come on. It sounds like Josh Homie influenced. How about that? So there you go. Uh, this band has been around for a little bit. I kind of mentioned it. And Void Vader, the same thing. You know, there are going to be some bands that I play that instead of saying they're new bands, how about this? They're new to me. And that's the case of that band there. So... There you go. Hope hope you enjoyed that. Um, I'm cutting the songs kind of short, trying to keep you know myself out of trouble per se here, and at the same time, uh, try to make you guys you know go out and pick these songs up. Go to iTunes, go to Amazon, stream them, whatever. You know, make sure that the artists get paid for this stuff. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes if you want to use them to go pick some of this stuff up on Amazon. You know, it would be great. It's it's kind of annoying to hear these big celebrities, you know, try to pimp their Amazon or, or whatever when you know they're making six figures and whatnot, but and people are still giving them their money. But whatever. It it is what it is. Um if you if you purchase using my links, thank you. Very much appreciated. So there you go. Um this is another band that falls into the new to me category. Name of this band is Marath, I guess is the the title. Uh they're from Tunisia. They're a Tunisian uh progressive metal band that mixes in um like Arabic feel in their music. So they they have a lot of different like really cool things going on with their songs to me you know as a kid listening to led zeppelin and and listening to things like um you know friends or listening to cashmere things like that that have overtly like influences from the middle east or from northern africa or things like that always sucks me in so when i heard this i was like whoa i didn't expect to like this but this is awesome. I mean, I, I I can't say how much I've been enjoying this album. The name of the album is, um, and I hope I don't fuck this up, is Shahili. And the name of this track is Born to Survive by Marath. <laughs> Oh, to call on me, I face betrayal 
before Eddie Trunk was all about the same old, same old, he actually used to play a lot of stuff by bands that were lesser known or bands that had that I'd never heard before. Uh, case in point, I mean, I can remember him playing, um, you know, uh, songs by the Cult or Kiss or and yeah, okay, Kiss and the Cult aren't that you know, underground per se, but I remember him playing, uh, well, I remember, I don't know which was first, it it may have been WNEW had a, in New York, had a metal show with Ian O'Malley, and Eddie and both Ian played Kisses Unholy and Dawkins Tangled in Your Web the, the same, like, week. So it was like me waiting to tape it off of the other one's radio show. I forget whose show I taped it off of. Um, But uh, I remember, for example, when The Cult went away and came back with their self-titled album. uh, He played the track uh, Coming Down uh, for the first time. And it was the only place where I had ever heard it. Uh, I remember him debuting... um, like Danzig's, uh, uh, what's the name of that song? Um, when You Call on the Dark, I believe is the name of it. I remember him playing uh, Demu Boyer like years before. Uh, like they were like superly over in the States. Uh, things like that, you know, and it kind of sucks that he's stuck to, you know, almost the bread and butter of terrestrial radio and the, and the hits type thing. But way back in the day, there was one band, Sugar Ray, which he played the ever-living shit out of the track Mean Machine, which that first Sugar Ray album has some really cool stuff on it. And even the second one, if you take away, you know, Fly, which is the single that actually made them big, the rest of the album has some pretty cool hard rock stuff on it. Um, they obviously got a taste of success, and it they evolved into something else, but... Another band similar to Sugar Ray, but that doesn't have the same notoriety, are the Wild Hearts. I remember Eddie playing the track Sucker Punch, and I was like, wow, what the fuck is this? And I ended up getting Earth vs. the Wild Hearts, which is the first album by them. Um, I've been a casual fan of both the Wild Hearts and Ginger and CJ Wildheart over the years. You know, I backed their projects on uh, crowdfunding, and I have to say, the Ginger Projects have always been great. There's a project that I was a part of that was called 333%. The reason behind that name is because instead of getting 100% of the project, he got 333% in the first week. So what he ended up doing was he released a triple CD that was exclusive to people that backed that crowdfunding uh, campaign. And then he only released 10 songs to the public. So we got 33 songs, the public got 10, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Who knows if it stays that way forever, but still kind of neat and kind of, you know, what draws me to crowdfunding. Anyway, the Wild Hearts have a new album out called Renaissance Man. It's got some pretty cool stuff on it. Um, the leadoff track, per se, is called Dislocated, and we're going to check that out now. This is The Wild Hearts. Dislocated. 
All right, so Backyard Babies is a band that's kind of similar to the Wild Hearts in the extent that they have a huge following in Sweden, huge following in Europe, very little following in the States. This is a band that, before moving over to Europe, had a ton of notoriety, and I'd never heard anything from them. And little by little, I've been going back and checking out their catalog, and this... Silver and gold? No, Sliver and Gold. Okay, uh, my bad. Sliver and Gold, their new album, uh, has some pretty cool stuff on it, you know. Um, I'm a huge fan of this type of rock. You know, I think, da- uh, excuse me, Rancid does some stuff close to, you know, what Backyard Babies does when, when they go in more of a rock direction, especially with the lyrics and some of the guitar parts and stuff. So... You know, I I totally dig what these guys are doing. Uh, Let's check out the track Good Morning Midnight off of Sliver and Gold by Backyard Babies. Shadows, angels, crime, see there's some blood. Or it's the fluid that I feel a cold sweating flood. The hours of the day and night and weeks And mashing up into a nightmare where pixels streak Guns forever since the first album. I 
pretty much own everything they've ever released. I think the only thing that I never possibly got a physical copy of was the Wasted EP, which I was able to, to pick up later on. But for the most part, I've always found something off of each of their albums that I like. And man, these last two albums with Phil Lewis and Tracy Guns back together again have been great. I've absolutely loved them. And this new LA Guns album is no different, man. There, it is, it is beyond what I expected. You know, a lot of bands get back together or whatever, and they're really just mailing it in. So similar, similar to what I was mentioning, where people, you know, get stuck in a certain time frame and never check out anything that's remotely new. There's so many reasons to check this new LA Guns album out. There, for the most part, it is great from beginning to end. And there are certain songs off of this that I just can't get out of my head when I listen to them. This is one of them. This is called Needle to the Bone, man. This just has when when Phil Lewis is on and sings certain melodies, man. It just kicks ass. It's just really hard to get out of your head. So this is off the devil you know. This is Ellie Guns. This is Needle to the Bone.
What a fucking solo. I mean, nine times out of ten, that solo gives me goosebumps. Only because, I mean, it sounds so much like Randy Rhodes. Just his fucking playing in that. And Tracy does that from time to time where, you know, he really, you know, he really shows his influences on his sleeves. And it just gives me the the, the fucking biggest goosebumps just. Wow, it's similar to to Randy's playing, and it does that. Monty Pittman does that to me as well, because he studied at Masonia, which is the Rhodes family school. And poof, Randy was just so special, and hearing people... You know, it's one thing where you copy something note for note or whatever. Okay, whatever. But just playing the arpeggios a certain way, and just certain riffs, or, or just different solos, where it's like, wow, this, you know it makes you think what could have been type of a deal. So such a cool album. Check it out. If you're, again, if you're remotely a fan, I definitely recommend it. Uh, the other thing here, new Queensryche album, uh, another thing, you know, the verdict, another album that I just was not expecting to be this good. And I'm not saying that the stuff that they've released with Todd has been, shit by any stretch of the imagination it's been all right for the most part you know i've been pretty happy but this album the verdict has some songs off of it that are just a little you know extra special uh for whatever reason and this song that i'm going to play light year again it sort of has that like middle eastern feel to it with the way that the um the time signature is and and whatnot and how the playing is so uh, maybe that's why I like it so much, but I love this song. This is one of my all-time favorite Queensryche songs, I gotta say, because it just grabbed me. You know, again, great music doesn't stop happening after, you know, your favorite album by a band. You can definitely separate what you feel is your favorite album by a band, uh, what you think their most important album is, and that still doesn't mean that you can't get into something new by them or something that wasn't off of your favorite album. You know, you you don't always have to compare it to your favorite. It can be good, but it doesn't have to surpass your favorite. It can still be enjoyable is what I'm getting at. So anyway, this is Queensryche with Light Years.
such a cool song. And another cool song that I've been really enjoying, and, and I have to say, um, I'm not a huge progressive guy. Um, you know, I appreciate a lot of different progressive bands, but I'm not a diehard like some of you people out there are. Um, when I got to interview John Arch a few years ago, I, you know, I knew who Fate's Warning was, I know more or less the hits, but wasn't a huge fan. But I gotta tell you, man, that album, Sympathetic Resonance, it's just so good. I have it on vinyl, actually. I still play songs off of that all the time. Uh, their new album, I've listened to about half of it. It's called Winter Ethereal. I think they've topped the previous one. Uh, this track that I'm going to play for you, Straight and Narrow, is just so fucking cool. Because I think this kind of mixes what Fate's Warning was about in the beginning. You know, they may have been pigeonholed in a whole, you know, priest, maiden, wannabe band type deal. And then they evolved to be a little bit more progressive over the years. And this kind of wraps everything together. So let's check this track out. Straight and Narrow from Arch Matheos. I gotta 
another album that surprised me, Altitudes and Attitudes, which is uh, the side project of Frank Bello from Anthrax and David Ellefson of Megadeth, where Frank is singing lead and mostly plays guitar. Uh, but this album has some pretty cool things off of it. Been plenty of years in the making, and I think it's worthwhile. So I recommend you checking it out. The name of the album is Get It Out. And the track I'm going to play is called Part of Me. that I've read recently were reviews of the Mark Morton from Lamb of God solo album where reviewers had the inability to say that there were tracks off of this album that were influenced by 80s hard rock basically and oh it was just some great blues track songs so I'm gonna play to you sounds like fucking docking I mean th- there's no other way of looking around it it sounds like george lynch is playing it sounds even even the melodies sound like don docking uh 
I don't understand why the modern metal press need to be cool with everything. And, oh, no, 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 we can't say it's that unless it's Steel Panther. Love Steel Panther. But, fuck, man. Call a spade a spade. It's fucking, it, it sounds like 80s docking, this song. It's called Blur. Uh, it's got the lead singer of a band called Sons of Texas on it. Um, and the song's great. I love it. Let's check it out. Yes. 
such a cool song. I absolutely love it. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this bitch-free episode in the sense of me not bitching about things. I guess maybe you could say that about the beginning of the episode, but whatever. Um, I'm going to leave you with a band that when I first heard the name, I was like, poof, boy, is this a bad name. But I listened to the album and I was like, fuck is this good. Name of the band is Puppy. Name of the album is The Goat. Not sure if they're going for the greatest of all time or, or what. But name aside, this album is really good. I mean, this album at this point is one of my best albums of the year, in my opinion. The track we're going to get into to end the episode is called World Stands Still. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Mars Attacks, and we'll see you next time. Here's some puppy. See ya.
Thank you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 